ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय Did you read through all the section of the Bhagavatam? Hmm? One chapter. One chapter. Aha. Then uh Ramaya Ramabhadraya Ramachandraya Veda say Raghunataya Nataya Sita Pataya Namaha. Then Vitarasi Dikshurane. What is that? Vitarasi Dikshurane Dikpati Kamaniyam Dashamukamoli Baling Ramaniyam Keshavadrita Rama Sharira Jai Jagadisha Hare Hare Krishna. I mentioned earlier this morning that um, we could consider preaching promoting people to awaken their attraction toward the Supreme Personality of Godhead in the form of Rama. As many people are more inclined culturally or whatever. Culturally means that they're born in a situation by the grace of Bhagavan Rama where they are, due to their previous attraction to him, they're born in a situation where that may be further developed. <clears throat> now, in our Krishna conscious movement, I, I mean the ISKCON preaching all over the world, <clears throat> uh, we find devotees who are attracted to various forms of the Lord. Um, there are quite a few who are particularly attracted to Nrishimha. I'm talking about in the Western countries. They're very much interested in worshipping Nrishimha, Nrishimha Dev Bhagavan. Uh, particularly one devotee, Amara Prabhu in Germany. And Jyotiamai Prabhu is there in Slovenia. Um, one of Srila Prabhupada's disciples is, is practically uh, Sri Vaishnava. He has a house here, but he doesn't spend much time here. Gorkeshava Prabhu. Um, one devotee I know, who is very much god-brother of mine, who is very much attracted to Rama, uh, was Shambhunath Prabhu. Obviously not this one, because yeah, he's my disciple, not my god-brother. He was very attracted to Ram Chandra Bhagavan. He always liked to hear about Rama. He passed away some years ago. <clears throat> but we shouldn't uh, reject that. We may encourage it, as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did, <clears throat> that although he established Krishna, Krishna's two Bhagavan Swayam, uh, Krishna is the root or so, original form of the, of the 
multiple forms of the one personality of Godhead. Uh, he would he would preach that also. But then, if others are fixed in a particular kind of attraction, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would appreciate that, and that, that particularly happened with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu with his very dear associate Murari Gupta, who is a great devotee of Rama, who is the who is ascertained to be in a previous life, Hanuman, who appeared in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's pastimes. Then also, uh, Rupa and Sanatan, their younger brother, Anupam, who was later called Lalab, he also uh, had great affection. He was for Rama, he was a great devotee of Lord Ram. And Rupa and Sanatan, they would repeatedly say to him, come on, worship Krishna, then we'll all be together we can all relish Krishna's pastimes together. So eventually, Anupam thought that, well, if we see Ram Leela, I'm extrapolating a little bit here. We see Ram Leela that the, the younger brother is completely subordinate to the elder brother. Lakshman, Shatrugna, Bharat, completely uh, whatever. His order is their life. So eventually he thought, it's not good to deny my brothers. So he said, okay. One time he said, okay. Then from tomorrow, I'll uh, stop my worship of Rama and I'll join you in worshiping Krishna. The next morning he came, he said, I I cried all night. I already sold my head at the lotus feet of Lord Rama. So I can't take it away now. So what should I do? I, I, I can't leave him and I can't disobey you. So I... Should I give up my life or what? And, uh, so Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was very satisfied with this also. It's not that uh, that everyone has to worship Krishna in Braja mood. Of course, later Acharyas, after Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, some very much promoted that and uh, stated that, well, Raghunath Das said, if you're not careful, you'll fall down to Vaikuntha. You make make offenses in Vrindavan. Or uh, I believe that was Vishwanath, who's, who yeah, in his Rag Bhartana Chandrika said, on the path of uh, Raga, worshipping the gopis or trying to follow in their footsteps, then one of the one of the things that will inhibit that. You shouldn't do. It will stop your bhakti. Is going to, talking about, thinking about, or appreciating Dwaraka. Uh, of course, Srila Prabhupada didn't teach us this mood. He, he very much emphasized that Krishna's pastimes outside Vrindavan and inside Vrindavan is all the same Krishna. And then again, he would repeat the, what is uh, often more often understood to be the Gorya Siddhanta that Krishna in Vrindavan well that's right there in Chaitanya Charitamrita that Krishna in Vrindavan is the most perfect manifestation of Krishna is there in Bhaktivasamrita Sindhu also so Srila Prabhupada in saying this we can understand or at least I understand it like this that uh, Srila Prabhupada didn't want us to uh, 
minimize or Krishna, any of Krishna's forms, or with our uh, measuring mentality, or something just said, to measure, to, get, to want to measure everything. That is maya, that is illusion. So if we think there's any material difference between Krishna and Vrindavan or Krishna outside Vrindavan or Krishna and Rama, then uh, that comes to a misunderstanding. And also it's very important for us to understand that the teachings of Krishna outside Vrindavan in Bhagavad Gita uh, rather than just trying to jump immediately into Krishna's intimate pastimes in Vrindavan, we're certain to misunderstand, certain to misunderstand the intimate pastimes of Krishna in Vrindavan if we don't first uh, make the effort to understand his teachings in Bhagavad Gita. We can also misunderstand Krishna's pastimes in Vrindavan in a manner that might seem devotional. Uh, apart from gross sahajya type of misunderstanding in which one imagines oneself to be a gopi or maybe even a male dresses as a gopi or imitates a gopi. It may be uh, just that uh, one has a feeling for one likes to hear about Krishna uh, but doesn't have a very clear understanding of who Krishna is. And that this Krishna conscious movement can contribute to the whole field of Rama Bhakti, especially in North India, uh, where the, this Ramanandi or Ramayat, Ramayat Sampradaya, they worship Rama. But mostly the understanding of pure devotional service, free from material desires or even spiritual desires that are self-centered. In other words, the desire for liberation from the material world into the spiritual atmosphere without the sense of service to the Supreme Lord. So, uh, without that understanding, people worship Rama or they worship Krishna with the idea, yeah, very nice. We love to hear about the pastimes and we like to live happily in this world also. And Rama or Krishna will bless us so we can live happily in this world and then later we'll go to live happily in his world. But it's all the emphasis of, is on how I will be happy. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taught a better understanding, not how I will be happy, but everything I do, that should be for Krishna's happiness. And that's really a message which we can propagate very uh, well in the pastimes of Lord Rama also, uh, especially Lakshman, he's, of course, Hanuman is known as the greatest servant uh, of Lord Ram, but uh, Lakshman, his example is of service is uh, easier for us to attempt to emulate. We can't jump over the ocean, uh, for instance, or jump up to the uh, 
mountain range and bring the, bring the mountain. We can't do that. We may not be able to uh, be so wise as Hanuman, as the wise minister of Sugriva. But Lakshman, his example is there, leaving his own family comfort. He's also married. He's leaving his own family comfort. We don't hear much about his wife. Maybe there are so many things. Maybe some edition of Ramayana which is not manifest in this world. There may be more about that. But uh, he followed and he simply served Sita and Rama uh, literally day and night. He didn't sleep for all the time he was in the forest because he would stay at night to protect. You may say, well, what does Ram need protection for? Of course he doesn't need protection, he's the Supreme Lord, but he's playing the pastime of a worldly man, of, of a man of this world, not a worldly, not, not a materialistic man, but the most highly principled man. So in the forest there, are the, the Rakshasas are there, they move around at night. And uh, many, many other dangerous creatures, they move around especially at night. They could be robbers. Or, uh, you may say, well, what is there to rob from Lord Rama, who's living like an ascetic in the forest? But the robbers, if they find someone, they may not just rob them. Uh, they may take a human for sacrifice, especially if they find someone who has a very nicely formed body. We find in the story of Jad Bharat that they found he has a very stout, well-formed body. They thought it's very suitable for sacrifice to Kali, so they can get her blessings. That's the idea. Uh, the idea is that for human sacrifice, you should have a very good, strong, stout uh, human. Not that, well, some, some baby is born with three legs or something like this, or one leg, uh, or give a human sacrifice. No, the sacrifice should be well-formed body. Of course, we're not at all endorsing this. I'm just stating the mentality of such persons. I'm, 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 making, I'm giving that uh, caveat because you never know. Someone might say, oh, you see, oh, Bhakti Vikaswan is turning back. Human sacrifice, how you have to well-formed body. Some nutcase may take that and, uh, and uh, try to put it into action. The, the, the power of, or the possibility of misinterpretation. We should never underestimate uh, how people, people's ability to misunderstand and misinterpret and think that they got it right. <clears throat> so uh, he was protecting at night. He would make the sleeping place, Sita and Ram, who are used to complete luxury since childs they, they knew nothing but luxury sleeping on the best beds all their life Sita of course was also a princess and Ram prince so they lived in the highest luxury but he would make a, clear some uh, where are you going to sleep in the forest so he'd clear some land make it even clear away any stones put some grass and all that. This all has to be done before 
dark, of course. Then all night he'd be patrolling. And uh, <clears throat> then he would go out and bring food, uh, all kinds of services he would perform. So there's the ideal of selfless service to Sita and Ram, the personality of life. And Bharat, of course, uh, even though he had all opportunity to enjoy, but he wouldn't do so at the expense of Ram. If Rama was to give him another kingdom, then he would accept. If Rama is on the throne in Ayodhya, Later on that happened, Shatrugna was given the, well he was given Mathura. First of all, you have to kill the demon who's controlling that forest, the Lavanasura. Then, then you can, then the Mathura city was founded there by Shatrugna, I believe. Was it? So he's willing, he's not that he's against living as a king and living in opulence, but not to not to present himself as better than Rama. If Rama is not if Rama is not enjoying, then I won't enjoy. That spirit is there. So in our deity worship also, that spirit should be there. Not that we make some formal offering to the deity, put some water and some some uh, mishri, this put that in front of the deity and then we cook a big feast and then stick it in front of some picture and eat for ourselves. Because here we don't have deities to worship, but in deities at home means everything should be offered. Deities in the temple, everything should be offered. So not that we are we are living very comfortably, and deity is there. He's there. Okay. So just be there and shut up. Don't say anything. Uh, so this this attitude of pure devotional service, we see it's the same thing that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taught. It's there in all pure devotees. It's not, the basic mood is the same. That extreme intensity is there in the residence of Vrindava, especially the gopis. And therefore Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Ramya kachitu pasana rajabadhu vargena ya kalpita. The mode of worship of Krishna uh, as uh, carried out or as conceived by the gopis of Vrindavan, that is the best. But in, in essence, all the pure devotees, they all have the idea that I'm simply meant for service not for enjoyment for myself. And we find even the squirrel in the... that may not be in the... the famous story of the squirrel that may not be in Valmiki Ramayana. But anyway, yeah, that's maybe in some other shastra. How the monkeys are bringing big rocks to throw in the ocean for making the, the floating bridge to Lanka the squirrel is pushing some sand, and Ram appreciates. Yes, his service is your service is as good. How can it be as good? Because he's serving according to his capacity. 
Rama, he does If Hanuman can jump, then Rama can jump. He doesn't need a stone bridge. He can jump everyone. He can just think and Ravana will be dead. Someone asked, I remember many years ago in, in Warangal, I think it was, speaking at a bar association. So one lawyer, after I spoke, he said, how come Hanuman jumped over the ocean and Ram had to build a bridge? If Ram is better than Hanuman, then why is Hanuman worshipping Ram? So I told him that by Hanuman is empowered by Ram. Because Ram wants to show that his devotees are better. The Supreme Lord is so kind to his devotees, he gives them the glory. Krishna, he acted as the servant of Arjuna. So, the squirrel, he's pushing the sand. It has no... Actually, there's no sign of it actually being useful. The, the rock which is going, the monkey's army, they can walk on that. They can't walk on the pieces of sand. But Ram appreciated that attitude is the, the attitude of selfless service. Let me try to help in whatever capacity I can. So that is the spirit of pure devotion. And we, we can preach that via Ramayana also. That will be much appreciated. This Akinchan uh, Krishna Prabhu, he gave a series of lectures regularly on Ramayana in Tamil. And people, they, they like, they like to. So that can be done also. The, the pastimes of Lord Rama, they are very much didactic. Didactic means morally instructed. In Krishna's pastimes, not so much, because there's Lord Rama, he is uh, Maryada Purushottam. He is the Supreme Lord who comes to show the path of morality, proper behavior, sticking within your limits. Maryada means limits. So Krishna is known as Lila Purushottam, simply enjoying pastimes. There's no limits for Krishna. There's no limit for Rama. He can do whatever he likes. But he comes to demonstrate the ideal human behavior, how we should remain within our limit. Don't transgress your limit. Uh, you should know, everyone should know their position and act accordingly. Don't try, don't try to be more than you, than you are. Don't try to show yourself to be better than, than you actually are. Ravana, what was his fault? He, he, he could have lived happily with queens who were religiously married. Rama wasn't envious of Ravana because he was living in golden Lanka, in opulence. It wasn't that Rama was envious of Ravana because Ravana had so many queens. Ram only had one. Ravana's gold, living in, in, in such opulence. It wasn't that Ram was envious. But because Ravana was, of course, by kidnapping Sita, he wasn't the first he kidnapped. 
He's kidnapped so many. He wanted to enjoy in a sinful way. So Rama punished him. But he didn't have any envy toward him. After killing Ravana, uh, then Rama, he instructed Vibhishana, now you have to do the funeral rites for your brother. He, I mean, he, he didn't have any malice toward him. As a matter of duty, he killed Ravana, but he wanted Ravana's benefit. Therefore, he had Vibhishana um, perform the funeral rites for his benefit. So Rama showed the path of proper activity, how we can live in this world in a proper way. Krishna, to some extent, showed that. But in Krishna's pastimes, you, all, you always have to see, um, especially, you have to see what is didactic and what is not. In other words, we have to see what is it of Krishna's pastimes that we as humans can learn to live in this world from that. And what not? Krishna's lifting Govardhan Hill, that's not anything for us to imitate, obviously. Uh, Krishna's dancing with others' wives, apparently others' wives, that's not for us to imitate. Now people, they like to imitate the dancing with others' wives, but they don't like to imitate the lifting the Govardhan hill. So we have no objection. You want to dance with others' wives? No objection. No objection. But first you lift one Govardhan hill. Then you may do. Then they're disqualified. So that so you can see that is imitation. But as far as Krishna living in Dwaraka, how he uh, although Rama married one wife, Krishna married 16,108, but he maintained them all well. There's no, in Vedic culture, there's, there's no limit on the number of wives you can marry, theoretically, but they should all be maintained properly. So Krishna maintained so many wives very nicely. He acted as an ideal grihastha, uh, looking after his family. Uh, so that example should be followed. Rising early in the morning, specifically stated, he would rise early in the morning. This should be followed. All of this should be followed. But in Rama's pastimes, well, especially for kings, kshatriyas, uh, the ideal is there, but... Um, Many features, the, how the, the brothers cooperate and serve the elder brother, how they're subordinate to the father, how one should uh, protect one's wife, how uh, one should protect dharma, even at great uh, personal inconvenience and suffering, uh, that Rama, he had to... Uh, So he had to send into exile. He had to exile his wife because of the complaint so of the uh, washerman. So uh, also how then the, the women should be protected. They shouldn't be left alone. 
They must be protected. Otherwise, someone may steal them or misuse them, or they may misuse their independence. So, in this, in so many ways, we have so many things to learn from the examples of Lord Ram. And the, the Ramayan has been, uh, throughout the centuries, the, the most best loved of all the many texts within the Vedic and extended Vedic canon. And uh, best loved, best known, most recited, and very much formative in the character of the people, especially uh, women, how their role is to be a uh, submissive wife. The, the uh, women will tell their girls, you be like Sita, their daughters, you should be like Sita, submissive wife, submissive, loving, And of course the husband, he becomes ingratiated to such a wife and wants to protect her and serve her. So we should distribute this Ramayana also. Srila Prabhupada, he translated many books, but it's most in the books that he himself stated are most important are Gita, Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Charitam, teachings of Lord Chaitanya, Chaitanya Charitam, and the Nectar of Devotion. So these are the core books of our movement. But Srila Prabhupada also expressed a desire to translate many other books, including uh, Ramayana and Vedanta Sutras with commentaries, uh, many books he, he said he wanted to translate. But uh, Ramayana, he wanted to translate that also. Uh, so we can also distribute that. And it's a very, uh, very palatable way, easy way for people to take up an take an interest in this culture, which they're losing or have lost, or don't even not even lost. They don't even know anything about it. So with, it's also, uh, by telling the stories of Ramayana, that's a vehicle for giving so many other instructions also. So that can be distributed. Oh, it's too late now. I feel wrong. <laughs> uh, so we, we I, I brought out an edition of Ramayana some years ago because in ISKCON at the time, the only, well, well the, the most widely circulated edition that devotees would buy for their own reading was a Bharatiya Vidya Bhavan edition by Kamala Subramaniam, which mixed up with her nasty Mayavad ideas. And another edition was again from Bharatiya Vidya Bhavan, a very smaller one by that Rajaji Gopalachari. So again, all mixed up wrong ideas. The basic story is there, but but with an overlay of impersonalism. So I thought we should have some good edition. And I happened to be visiting my godbrother once 
Purna Pragya Prabhu, and he mentioned, I was just thinking, I, had, I should do this for our devotees. They should get, get some edition of Ramayana, which is bona fide from the, from the pure devotional standpoint. He told me he had a manuscript, which he'd made just for, just he'd read to the local people based on the local children, based on the Gita Press translation. So I said, well, why don't you publish it? He said, no, I'm not interested. So he said, well, can you give it to me and I'll, I'll edit it and maybe add a little commentary and publish it. So I did. And uh, later on he further refined his own manuscript. He gave me a copy of it and the, he, he published that also. So... I wanted that that would be available, and now that's become very popular, not just only among our devotees, but it's widely distributed to the public in India. In, in, it's there in English, Hindi, Gujarati, Marathi, Telugu, and in Bengali and Bangladesh. It's not available in India. So, not in... Tamil. There is one edition, but uh, I'm told it's somehow it's not become very popular. I mean that edition which is brought out by Sri Vaikuntha Enterprises. <clears throat> so yeah, uh, there's a book stall of my books here and lecture CDs. So uh, generally. Each year I bring out some new book. So those of you who don't have my books, you may please get them. In Tamil, just a few books are there. In English, many books are here. So you have to read all of Srila Prabhupada's books, but you can read my books also. And we also have this... Uh, Srila Prabhupada's full audio and video archives, so you can hear Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada himself put more emphasis on uh, his books rather than distributing his lectures. But uh, devotees who hear Prabhupada lectures, they, they find that that very much helps them to absorb what they read in the books. And of course, the sound of Srila Prabhupada's voice is in itself purifying. And we can hear in the sound of Srila Prabhupada's voice the same urgency and, and uh, sense of wanting to convey Krishna consciousness to others, of seriousness, and that pervades the written words in his books. So please take these books, Srila Prabhupada's books, uh, you can take my books and Prabhupada's lectures. Srila uh, Prabhupada's lectures uh, on Bhagavad Gita are also available with Tamil translation. Chapter 1 and Chapter 2 also, no? Uh, three chapters. Three chapters. So you should all the Tamil speaking devotees who don't follow English, you should all take those recordings and listen to them. Hear, hear Prabhupada. 
what he has to say. The first or duty of a disciple, or the meaning of a disciple, they should hear so we, from the Guru. So we should hear from Srila Prabhupada. Uh, today, I'm not today, just right now for the first time, I'm seeing uh, Brahmacharya and Krishna consciousness. Yeah, it smells just like it's freshly printed. In Telugu, 2,000 copies printed. I know it's, te- I, if, you, if you see this script, you know it's either Telugu or Canada. So this is Telugu. 2,000 copies printed. Uh, thank you very much to the devotees who prepared that. Uh, Gora Prabhu and Vangshi Krishna and Bhimavaram, they put a lot of work into this. Who translated it actually? Who is the first translator? Uh-huh. There are two translators. I see. So you're the translators and then you worked on it, edited, refined it and printed it. So thank you very much for that and I'll offer it to Srila Prabhupada. You can distribute. There are some boys who will be interested in that. They can become devotees, brahmacharis. It's, it's, still, it's still in India today, there are boys. If you give the idea of Brahmacharya, yes, I'm interested. Are they joining? Not only ISKCON, they're joining Ramakrishna Mission and Swami Narayan. And there's still the idea to be a sadhu. It's still there. Many, actually. So, you can distribute that. Okay. Uh, any questions now? We have a little time. One o'clock is prasadam, is it scheduled? Today, after fasting in the morning? Yeah, okay. Is there another mic? Is there another mic for questions? Many of the qualities. There are so, there are certain qualities of Krishna which the jivas share, but not all. But particularly the general qualities, Satchidananda, the jivas and Krishna. They are both by nature Satchidananda. But some of the qualities of Krishna are there. Specific qualities, they're not in the jiva, just like one of the qualities of Krishna is attractive to all women. That's not for the jiva. That's for Krishna only. Yeah. Then, anything else? Yeah. Mike is there? Uh, there, there is a trend 
Krishna's pastimes or Rama's pastimes can be understood at various levels. But the, uh, we should be careful of Mayavadi interpretations. Someone had brought to Prabhupada the idea that Krishna, he stole the clothes of the gopis and the that means we should be naked before God. Prabhupada, he didn't appreciate that. What is this? It's just some foolish interpretation. So I don't know who's doing the interpretation, but you have to... Some... The first understanding is that it's Krishna's leela. It's not, it's not that the gopis are going naked before Krishna because they, they have, they're indirectly making some lesson for others. They all sat down and said, okay, let's let's cook up some leela by which we can instruct others. That may be seen by our chariots. That may be deduced from that. But the first thing to understand, this is ananda chinmayarasa pratibhavitabhis. It's the exchange of love between Krishna and his devotees. That is the main, that, that is the essence of Leela. And different acharyas, they may find something analogous for us in that also. But we, we have to see, we have to be careful because Mayavadis, they give some strange ideas also. Okay, uh, we can sing now part three of these songs. <laughs> 